Welcome to Grace in the Shadows with Dr. Marla Beeler and Dr. J. Dr. Jonathan Beeler. Well, let's do our shout outs first. Shout out. All right. We're shouting out to Richmond, California. Yes. Greensboro, North Carolina. That's right. Thank you all so much for listening. We appreciate all the downloads, all the listens, all the shares. Please keep downloading, listening, and sharing. And let us know that you're listening. Download those things. We yes. They really help. It really does yeah, help. Yeah. We're really excited. We're so excited that y'all are listening. And uh, please continue to listen and share and download. I love coffee. Oh, my goodness. I was talking about this earlier, that coffee is such a versatile drink. It is. You can add ice to it. You can drink it hot. You can put all kind of flavors in it. Cold. Yeah, but you drink it. Black. Yeah, I have to flavor mine up, but it's just a good drink. It is a good drink. Yeah, it really so, makes you happy. So this episode is brought to you by coffee. Coffee. Get your coffee in. <laughs> Get your coffee in. Yeah. Join us for a listen. All right, so what are we talking about today? Today we're talking about childlike faith. Oh, nice. Now, he didn't say, the Lord didn't say childish faith. True, because, yeah, that would be bad. Start off with a, a little bit of a story. Okay. Okay. It was in a farming community. It hadn't rained in a long time. The things were getting desperate. Mm -hmm. uh, the ministers decided that they were going to call a prayer meeting, and they said, look, we want the whole town to come to the prayer meeting and bring their religious symbols. Mm -hmm. So the whole town showed up for the prayer meeting. People brought crosses, brought Bibles. Catholics brought their rosaries and all their symbols. And, and they all cried out to God. And they finished the prayer meeting. No rain mm. was in sight. They all went home the next day, though, in the town square where they uh, had the meeting. And there was this little boy. Aww. He said, oh, God, we need rain. God, show your power and give us rain. Oh, little fella. Poor little guy. <laughs> the day before, with all the preachers, the symbols, and all calling on God, no rain, the little boy shows up the next day by himself in that town. And as he was praying, the sky got darker. Oh, my goodness. And as he was praying, rumbled a cur. Oh. And as he was praying, a shower hit and it was pouring awesome. down rain. Oh, and the little guy. Little guy. Yeah. Just a little guy. Just a little guy. What was it about this little boy? He said the same things that all the other people said that mm -hmm. during the day prior. The day before, they had uh, all the preachers, they had the ministers, they had the icons, the symbols. But, the day, but this day, the young boy came when the clouds got dark. He lifted up the symbol that he brought, an, um, an umbrella. <laughs> he expected it to rain oh, when you it. anticipate rain you yeah. take the umbrella when you when a man tells you it's going to rain when a meteorologist says it's going to storm today uh -huh. most people bring umbrellas because they believe it's going to rain. they right. believe his word well yeah they believe the meteorologist's word but yeah <laughs> but they're, they're wrong half of the time i'm sorry if we're offending any meteorologist <laughs> but 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 they're wrong half of the time yeah. And yet we struggle to believe God's word that's right True. 100% of the time. Absolutely. And it's always right. You know, I was thinking when we were talking about um, doing this podcast, doing the subject, I was thinking Gabriel was about eight years old. Mm -hmm. um, and he came running so excited to me one day. And he's like, I found my drumstick. He had gotten some special drumsticks at a, at a uh, concert we had gone to. And he came running. He said, I found my drumstick. I said, well, that's great, buddy. He said, no, I have been praying to find my drumstick. I could not find it. And after I prayed, I found it. And you know, that is just, mm -hmm. 
He had a childlike faith. He knew that God was going to answer his prayer. Why don't we do that? Why don't we as adults know that God's going to answer our prayer? Well, I want to read the scripture and come back to that question. Okay, sounds good. Um, Mark 10, 13 through 15 states that, and when, and they were bringing children to him and that he might touch them. Mm -hmm. And the disciples rebuked him. But when Jesus saw it, he was angry and said to them, let the little children come to me. Do not hinder them, for to such belongs the kingdom of God. Truly I say to you, whoever does not receive the kingdom of God like a child shall not enter. Mm. I, I To answer your question, I think we we really, as we grow, as we, uh, maybe we really don't mature, right? Well, yeah. We get, become more educated. We become more uh, indoctrinated by the world. True. We don't see the need to look to God as a, as as a father, as as God, as as we are His children. I agree, and and we let the busyness and craziness and the overwhelmingness of the world take that childlike faith away because mm-hmm. we're focusing on those things. The child's focusing on yes, God's going to answer my prayer. I think the world sucks all the spiritual energy. Agreed. Well, I would even say all our energy. Well, yeah. Emotional, physical. Yeah. And it drains us of any any connection with God. I agree. And that's, we shouldn't let that happen. I mean, even when we have time on our hands, we're watching movies, we probably aren't the best in the world. To, oh, yeah. To make yeah. us stronger in our relationship with Jesus. No, no, definitely not. But I think we can also learn from children in that, you know, we must recognize that salvation is a gift from God. It is a gift. gift. Yes. Like you were saying about Gabriel and yeah. his excitement about right. that gift. That, that drumstick. Yeah. You know, I, kids get excited right. about things that grownups just don't. Yeah. And that's sad. I know sometimes y'all make fun of me because I'm quirky and weird, but I get excited about little stuff, mm-hmm. you know, and I think maybe that's tying into that childlike faith. You know, maybe I'm just childish, but (laughs) tying into that childlike faith, because I want to I want to view God in that way. And and this really helps me think about that. I remember when Gabriel and Mary Grace had a snow globe (laughs) and it was just a snow globe. It's probably about nine ninety (laughs) nine. I think we got it at the Dollar Tree. Oh, what if dollar ninety nine? <laughs> yeah, no. Well, it's a dollar twenty five now. Oh, but whatever. Used to it was a dollar. Yeah. Maybe it was ninety nine. <laughs> so, uh, but they thought it was a very. They said a snow globe. They okay, said it's a snow globe. And I think we just we're not as childlike in our faith as would. And I think that's why when we get older, right? If you haven't come to Christ yet, it's harder yeah. to come to Christ when you get older. Definitely. Remember when they were little and they would play church. Oh, yeah. Mary Grace was a song leader and Gabriel was yeah. a preacher. And, and they did pretty well. They it did pretty, pretty well. And they were taking that faith, those things that they had learned from the Bible, and were playing with it, but presenting it in a way that was just so cool to see. And we would be driving to church, uh-huh. and Mary Grace and Gabriel would say, uh-oh, Uh-oh, church. church. <laughs> uh, yes, of course, there can... was a guy that gave them candy every time they came in. Well, so yeah, I think, that was part I of think they were excited about that. But just... Thinking about these fun stories about our kids, you know, Mm -hmm. really shows us that we need to have that excitement. We Mm -hmm. need to have that childlike faith 
when we go to Jesus, when we pray, when we read our Bible, we need to have that childlike faith and really tap into that. You know, and the older I get with my faith, I, you know, I, I never get over it. No. But I think that a lot of times we as Christians that have been saved by the gift right. of salvation, we we lose that excitement. And we take it for granted. Yeah. And we live in a country where... We can listen to what we want to listen oh, yeah. to. We can read what we want to read. We can go yeah. to church, you know, wherever we want to go. Yeah, for now. And we take that for granted as well. I mean, we'd rather do other things than reading God's word. And that's just awful. Um, it's just really awful. I saw a video several months ago uh, that there was like a thousand Bibles that came to China. Oh, wow. Uh, of course, they were smuggled in. Yeah. And... All these Chinese Christians were crying over the Word of God. When's the last time we cried over the Word of God? It's been a while. Yeah. I mean, I read it. Well, me too, but we but take it for granted. Yeah. Wow. Uh, that's humbling. It's very humbling. We should be like that. So we look at this, you know, salvation's a gift. And just like Christmas time, we need, this is Christmas every day for the Christian. Yes, definitely. Christmas you know, and Easter. Yeah. Jesus died on the cross. And rose from the dead and conquered sin so that we, through faith, just yeah, believing, just believing, have eternal life and we are not going to hell. We're not condemned by our sin anymore. No, we're not. Uh, we're in him. Our yeah. identities in Christ. Right. That's something to be childlike about. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. I think it also shows us humility. Mm -hmm. You know, children are follow the leader. They may do it reluctantly, but they have a real... They'll, as a matter of fact, it's dangerous sometimes. They'll follow anyone. Well, and then yeah. most children don't have that proud persona that sometimes we put on as adults. They don't have that stripped away. It hasn't come yet, you know, and and we need to be like that as well. I don't know why we think we're so proud sometimes. We don't really have anything to be proud about. God gave us everything. Well, I think when in the Garden of Eden, Satan to the serpent said, you'll be like God. Yeah, that's where I came we, in. We think because we got education, mm -hmm. uh, we got degrees. Right. Uh, I'm not condemning that. No. But I'm saying we we there's a sense that we're trying to know everything. And that's not good because that takes away that childlike faith. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Uh, we must be dependent. Yes. What are children dependent on? Their parents. Yeah. And God is our parents, so we need to continue that dependence on Him instead of trying to do it ourselves. And, you know, Jesus said he was father. Mm -hmm. and that was something that in that time period, mm -hmm. uh, the Jews or anyone else, even pagan religions, did not call God father. No. Matter of fact, they wanted to, they wanted to kill him because of it. They wanted right. to stone it. Yeah. But father means that we, we, we're, we're, we're family. We're kin with God. Yeah. Which is amazing. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and I and I think that what do you think the difference between faith like a child and faith in in childlikeness? What's the difference you think? Well, you know, childlikeness is immaturity, which mm -hmm. we can be childlike as adults, just being really immature, throwing little fits and things like that. But faith like a child means that you depend on that person for everything, and you know that they're going to take care of you and not let you down. Yeah, and that's good. Thank I you. like that. Thank you. So I want to encourage everyone 
to including ourselves and speaking to myself. Oh, I'm speaking to myself as well. To really read the Bible mm -hmm. as a child, trust God as a child, uh, not childish, but childlike faith. Right. Uh, trust Him. Mm -hmm. call, talk to Father God. Yeah. Through Jesus. Yeah. Um, and I think you'll find you'll He'll give you a peace and a relationship that's literally out of this world. I agree. And and we need to pray before we read God's word or have our devotions and such, you know, to have that childlike faith. And um, before, you know, we, we sit down to read it, we need to do that. Before we sit down to pray, we need to do that. Um, and, you know, we've talked about the Bible app on your phones and everything like mm -hmm. that and, and how, I mean, you can just go to God wherever, you know. Um, and, and make sure that, that you're reading devotionals and, and you're finding things that will help you build that childlike child faith. Mm -hmm. um, read those devotions. Listen to that Christmas, Christian, I almost said Christmas. Listen to that Christian it music. Will be it will be here before we die. Yeah, oh, I was, oh, oh, yeah. I actually, I actually listened to some Christmas music yesterday. Don't oh. tell anybody. I knew you were going to make fun of me. Oh, no. But anyway, Chris listen to that Christian music and pray to God and, yes. you know, seek him like a child. You know, Matthew 10, 16, it says, Behold, Jesus is talking. I am sending you out as sheep in the midst of wolves. Mm-hmm. So be wise as serpent and innocent as doves. Children are the most innocent. They are. And I think yeah. as children, as we're going out as ambassadors, representatives mm -hmm. of Christ, yeah, uh, we go out as sheep, but mm -hmm. we 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 go out innocent, but we use cunningness, yeah, and to to reach others with this awesome gift, mm -hmm. so that they can be excited like a child, like we are. Absolutely, and we have that shepherd right there holding our hand while yep. we're doing it. I hope you guys enjoyed this, and I hope that you'll go out today with a childlike faith, not a childish faith, mm -hmm. and that uh, you will remember that God can take your mess, turn it into a message for his glory, for your good. Have a good one. Bye. Bye-bye.